0: Do you want to live your best life? Join me, Camille St. Ange, on this journey where we'll chat with people around the globe about how to have fun while finding balance in life. We'll chat with designers, makers, culinarians, and people of the crafty sort, and we'll help you find your creative gift in life. We'll also talk with health enthusiasts like yogis, crossfitters, and nutrition gurus. And we'll even have a frank conversation about how you can live your best life by Balancing Art, Body, and Soul. Welcome to another edition of Art, Body, and Soul. I'm your host, Camille St. Ange. I am an artist and a former CrossFit coach and CrossFit regional athlete, and I'm a professional communicator. And today joining me are Katie um, Murray and Mallory Long of FlexFuel. They're both athletes, and they run a nutrition coaching business, and I'm so excited to have them here today to talk about uh, nutrition, positive self-talk, slowing metabolisms, and why they do what they do. Well, (laughs) welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us. We're really excited to get on here and chit-chat. Yeah. Well, so first of all, if you could, if you um, wouldn't mind uh, one of you telling us a little bit about your company, and I think people would probably really would like to hear a little bit about why you're passionate about helping people with new nutrition coaching.
1: Perfect. Yeah. So, um, We are a one-on-one, individualized nutrition coaching company, in a nutshell. And, you know, we started this company, gosh, I mean, it's verging on five years ago, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it really started from our own journeys and where we saw a need. And, um, you know, we both, me and Mallory actually met at the CrossFit gym. We grew up in the same town, but um, really became friends in our local CrossFit gym. And, you know, we were always in there working out really hard and, um, just realized the missing piece was nutrition and feeling, fueling our bodies well. Um, and you know, just like any other women growing up, we were surrounded by the dieting culture and not really knowing what, what's right and what's wrong. And so we decided that we wanted to figure that out for ourselves and, you know, how to feel, feel our bodies right. So um, we started digging deeper into that and um, really found a way to, you know, not be in this constant state of dieting, but actually um, support our activity and get the results that we wanted. And we realized, too, that it's so individual for the person and so we, from there, kind of grew Flex Fuel in wanting to help others find what's going to be best for them and their bodies, because everyone is so different. And that's kind of where it all began.
0: Well, you know, you both are pretty dedicated to this. Um, it's not to, and and it, i you've done studies right i mean or you've done uh you've gotten education i should say in in this field i know that you know you have multiple um you know multiple certifications not only in fitness uh movement but also in nutri various different types of nutrition um background is um yeah yeah i mean i was looking i was like you've uh you know about hormones mindset, mm-hmm. you know, um, also, and then you've, and then there's also the whole, and you know, nutrition, nutritionist training. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. And that's a big dedication of time for sure. Definitely, for, <laughs> for us, you know, we
2: being people who were in the CrossFit world all the time, Nutrition is just a common topic that tends to come up. You know, they kind of go hand in hand. People that have a really active lifestyle are obviously pretty hyper-focused on nutrition. And so, you know, we'd be in the gym talking about it and hearing people's problems or frustrations. And so then we would go home and start doing some digging, like, well, what's a better solution for this? And then we started testing our theories out on people in our gym, you know, friends that were working out with us, um, other CrossFitters, and seeing, you know, can we help these people feel better? And from there, you know, that kind of sparked our passion for it, because we started to see such a big change. And so we're like, all right, let's go out and actually get certified in this, you know, so let's put in the time to really get educated on this topic, because nutrition is such A big umbrella. You know, there's, it's like Katie said already, it's not a one size fits all, and there is so much information out there. We weren't really sure. Sometimes it can be confusing, like what's true, what's not, and kind of wading through all of that information. So, getting those certifications was really important to us because we wanted to, you know, we wanted to make sure that we knew what we were talking about. And then on top of that, you know, certifications are great, education is always great, but just doing it and experience and having that in your belt, that's really been the big teacher for us. You know, coaching clients for the past five years, we've come across clients with so many different backgrounds or challenges or issues um, like autoimmune disorders or, you know, some people that have either struggled with weight their whole life or people who have a their challenge like putting on weight so many different types of people and working with each of those individuals over the last 5 years has really all has really helped us grow our knowledge on nutrition as well.
0: Excellent. That's that's really good to hear that you know you put the time and dedication into this. What I'm interested in um, too is, you know, what is the overall approach? So, you know, you tested, you know, you, you tested your theories out on folks and now, and then, so what does that look like though? What is your approach to uh, nutrition? Cause there are so many things out there that are very extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of criticism right now out there by many people over the keto diet and not that I want to spend time bashing keto. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rather talk about what your approach is though, and, and hear about, Um, how you help people in that, how nutrition fits in as a building block along with uh, fitness and movement. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So first of all, you know, we do, we do try to, uh, you know, not bash any one way um, because I think a lot of diets, there is a place for a certain person out there maybe. So like whether it be keto or, you know, or higher carb, or, you know, whatever it is, um, there's usually it can be applicable, but our approach really tries to be, you know, not extreme one way or another. And um, we just want to look at the individual and really what their needs are. So all of our plans are based around macronutrients. So macronutrients are what make up our total daily calories. So proteins, carbs, and fats that's what all of our food is made up of. And so when someone comes to us, we look at, we always like to look at, okay, what's your past dieting history? What has worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? And then, you know, what are you currently doing now? And where do you want to go? And from there, we're going to create a macronutrient prescription for you. So protein, carbs and fats that we want you to hit every day. And then Oh, go
0: ahead. Well, I, oh. I was going to say, you know, what I love that I'm hearing about this is, you know, there are some diets out there that actually, you know, are, are nutrition plans that eliminate whole food groups <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? and, and that's a little bit, that's that some, you know, that's really hard for people to maintain mm-hmm. for a lifetime. And, and, you know, we really, we need carbohydrates and, you know, we need protein and we need fats for, you know, for our for us to function. I mean, even without having a nutri- uh, background in nutrition, I know that I need carbohydrates mm-hmm. for good brain function. Right. right. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> so that's, you know, really good to hear. I'm so glad to hear that. You know, you're taught, it you- sounds very what balanced. Yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And- <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Um, You know, something that Katie and I really, hyper focus on as coaches is to teach our clients, no extremes, you know, and we would never tell anyone that they can't eat something ever again. And I think that's why macronutrients and flexible eating was so appealing to Katie and myself, because we had tried the extreme diets before, you know, and of course you feel good. You're plugging along that first week, that first two weeks, maybe even that first month. But then it was always that question you know, a month and two months and three months. And well, what happens if I want to have dessert? You know, what happens if I want to go out to dinner with my significant other and have pasta, I'm going to completely blow my plan. And, and that then kind of creates an ugly mindset around food because you start classifying certain foods as bad foods. And then you start telling yourself you're a failure when you eat those foods. And so with tracking macros, you know, you, you don't have that. I have a lot of clients, you know, that I'm working with right now that come to me and they're like, you know, we've, they have a date with their boyfriend or they're going camping over the weekend. And so we really sit down and kind of strategize, okay, what's the game plan for this? So you can go into it feeling great. And then they'll shoot me a message afterwards and, you know, be so grateful that they started this program because they don't have that food guilt you know and they were able to participate have a good time but stay within their their program and and come out of it feeling really good and that was also really important to us as well because you know when someone wants to improve their nutrition or they have body composition goals or they just want to lose weight it's we all know it's more than just the food you know it's so such a huge, huge piece of that is mindset. And we never, ever want to coach any of our clients into thinking that they're bad or they're failures or that any food are bad because they want to have it. Like we can find that balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, um, actually I'm glad you brought up that, um, that positive, you know, um, that positive talk and not thinking about foods as being, you know, a food is being bad. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't have, I can't have a little bit of pasta or I'm at a birthday party and I can't, you know, that I have 15 people here and I can't have, um, I can't have a little sliver of cake, you know? Um, and on your, I on your Instagram account, um, you guys talk about this a lot um, about that. I, I describe it as positive self-talk or self-feedback mm-hmm. and self-image. Can, can you, Can you help me understand um, that component in your philosophy? Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that, you know, we realize that, you know, your mindset and the way that you see yourself is just such a huge part of nutrition. And, you know, we grow, so many of us, the majority, I would argue, grow up with kind of a skewed relationship or mindset around food and what the what the actual purpose of food is for and you know as women you know a lot of times we think oh we can't again we can't have that you know because it'll make me fat or whatever whatever your thought is around different foods so you know we want to instill the mindset of you know food is fuel for our bodies it's meant to nourish us and it's meant to fuel us to do what we want to do in life whatever that is and you know one of our slogans is live limitless and we really want to encourage people using food to just live out the life that they want to live and a huge part of that is having a good healthy relationship with food and you know whether it be to fuel us to do the things we want to do or be or go to a party or you know socialize and be able to use food as a way to to do that and not feel guilty about it, um,
0: yeah, people get caught in that trap i mean I yes, personally yeah. have been caught in the trap of like, oh my god, I just you know, I just had those chips and salsa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I start to and you know, I'm just gonna be I'm I'm gonna be transparent here. Mm-hmm. Um and then I have found myself at times obsessing a little bit about everything I eat, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, especially, you know, especially when people, you know, take their health and wellness into their own hands and I'm like, okay. Um I've obviously, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get a little older. I noticed that, you know, I've got some weight going on and then all of a sudden, and and maybe it's, I think, I don't know if it's, there's a, I know you help men and women, but for women, I can only speak from my perspective. I get hyper-focused, like over-focused on, oh my gosh, I can't eat all this. And I start to have this really bad relationship.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mallory and I both, we coach from experience, you know, most of the time, because both of us have been in a place where we have had bad relationships with food. And, you know, I remember times where it would completely, I'd try to go, you know, be social or hang out with friends, and I would be obsessing about it so much that it would completely ruin my time. And, you know, we've been on the extreme of, you know, having kind of no control of our food and then also way too much control of our food. Mm -hmm. And like you said, obsessing about it and none of that is healthy. So it's always trying to work with our clients to find that place of, you know, what is that happy place for you where, you know, you're still working towards your goals, but you have a really healthy relationship with food as well.
2: And it's taken us Years to get to the place that we're at now, you know, and so I think that's also something that especially women should give themselves some grace about. I think Mm -hmm. we're very hard critics on ourselves, and if we're not beating ourselves up over every little single thing we eat, we're beating ourselves up over, well, why am I beating myself up over this, you know, like Mm -hmm. why can't I be more lax? And it's just It's something that takes years and years of practice. Katie and I will still have our moments like, oh, I don't feel that awesome. I haven't really ate, you know, how I wanted to this weekend. But we don't have that massive self-guilt anymore. It's like, all right, well, yesterday wasn't as awesome as I wanted it to be, but it's done. And it's in the past, and let's focus on today. And I know that for both of us, you know, we really – we want our clients to eat well. You know, we want it – we want to honor our body and so we definitely coach like focusing on whole foods focusing on nutrient dense foods but in the same breath honoring your body and honoring this life that we've been given is also being able to have that slice of cake and so mm-hmm. it just takes practice and i think with a lot of our clients the it's for us and i know for myself it's very rewarding when i start working with someone and they, I can see their confidence shift, you know, at the start of working Uh with me, they're very nervous. They have a lot of guilt each week. They're like, I don't know. I did this or, uh, I had this, I had a margarita with my girlfriends and I can feel the underlying guilt, but then as the weeks and months go on, it shifts and they're like, heck yeah. You know, I went out with my girlfriends and I did so good. I had one drink. That's what I had committed to and I got to have a great time. Or, hey, I it was my son's birthday and I had a cupcake and my jeans still fit this morning. And you can see over time and practice and experience, you, you gain that confidence. And that's what's really, really rewarding as a coach.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the things that I think is important is uh, people oft- often get pulled into the trap of also that it's either just exercise or just diet. Mm-hmm. And what I love about your philosophy is um, that you you combine the two. You know that it's not just one or the other. Mm-hmm. And um, you're really, you share a lot of different um, uh, encouraging workouts and, and not even just for your clients, but you also share that, you know, publicly, like here's something, can you... Um I know, and I know you're primarily focused on you know nutrition, but um when you work with folks, um, can you share with me how you how would you recommend for them for like a fitness regimen Mhm yeah, I mean we have
1: like we said earlier, you know you've both been. Into CrossFit for a long time. And that is actually something we should clarify, probably is, you know, when people come to us, a lot of them ask because they know that we're personally into CrossFit. Like, if you have to be a CrossFitter to work with us, and that's absolutely not a requirement at all, we, you know, we are tailoring your plans to whatever your activity level is and whatever kind of workouts you do. But our, you know, our main, Um, message is really just creating healthy habits in your day and part of being a healthy human is moving your body and so that's something that you know when we share workouts we're always and you know giving modifications or things like that because we know everyone's at a different level And really, at the end of the day, we just want people to move Mm -hmm. in whatever feels, whatever way feels good to them. Um, So that's, that's something, you know, we, when we work with our clients, when it comes to movement, you know, if they, if they're a hardcore CrossFitter, then we're going to, um, you know, tailor nutrition to that. If someone's coming to us and they aren't working out at all then maybe we'll give them some first steps to start moving in their day. So it really is just depends on where they're at with that. And then we always will help them create some goals around their movement.
0: You know, so I'm just, I can't uh, breeze over this. So right now, a lot of people are, you know, we're stuck home, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and although in our area, some gyms are starting to open up, but there's limited you know, there's limited capacity, so it's kind of hard for people to get in. Um, mm-hmm. What have What have you been recommending to people in terms of being able to stay um, moving, moving throughout this, uh, you know, COVID stay home order? Mm-hmm. Well,
2: so Katie and I created. Um, we have a private group, so all of our clients are in it, our current clients, and then we also offered it to just the general public, um, if people were needing at home workout ideas. So three times a week we are posting in the group home workouts. So some workouts that require very minimal equipment, most of them require no equipment, um, because we know that people are needed. They just aren't really sure what to do. And for us, it's easy for us to come up with these workouts and post them within the group. Um, And in the group as well, we also have a calendar. So at the start of each month, we go through and we create a calendar for the month. And we have daily movement goals for everyone. And the nice thing about the calendar is it's those movement goals are in addition to what they already do. So if it's someone that's already, you know, working out three to four times a week, these movement goals are just added on to that. Or if it's someone who has a very sedentary lifestyle, these movement goals that we created, are are something new to them, but it's still getting their body moving every day. Um, you know, I think the COVID stuff and this quarantine has honestly kind of been. You know, there's been blessings with it as well because it has forced people to get more creative with their workouts, and a lot of uh, you know fitness influencer influencers online or whatever have been really awesome about posting at home workouts for free. And Katie and I on our Flex Fuel Instagram also have been trying to post workouts on there for free, you know, for anyone to access. But I think when it comes down to it at the end of the day, with the gyms being closed and whatnot, even when the gyms are open, it's always good to take a step back, evaluate your lifestyle, evaluate your normal routine right now, and, and figure out the areas that you can improve. So let's say, you know, you're someone that does go to a CrossFit class and you're there for 50 minutes. You know, we all know that with CrossFit, typically there's a little bit of a strength portion and then there's a wad. Well, the, the wads, you know, let's say on the long end are usually 25 minutes. If you're not focusing on movement throughout your entire day, You're kind of missing the memo. And that's something Katie and I work with with our clients as well is improving your lifestyle overall, trying to move your body more in more ways than just at that gym. Because if you think about it, if you're up for 12 hours a day and you're just logging that 50 minutes at the gym and then you're sedentary the rest of your day, you're not, you're not really doing as much as you could be. So we create these little movement goals that are very attainable, very sustainable and um, try to incorporate movement throughout all, you know, all day, every day. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's been incredible to see the number of people um, out walking. Mm-hmm. I, I have never mm-hmm. seen this many people in communities walking in, <laughs> in my life. Yeah. And I hope and it keeps up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, walking is so undervalued and underrated for a lot of people. They think, oh, you know. It's not worth it. You know, they think that they need to like get this, they have to sweat a ton and they have to do this really grueling workout. And if they're not doing that, then they're not doing anything at all. And walking, if you walked every single day, and let's say you just broke it up, you know, in the morning you did a 15 to 30 minute walk, and at night after dinner you did a 15 to 30 minute walk, that's potentially you know, one to two miles each morning and each night that you're adding into your day. And when you look at the big picture and you add up those miles over the year, that's a significant improvement from what you were doing before, you know, and Mm -hmm. I wish more people would take up walking because it does have so many health benefits to it. And I agree. I love seeing everyone being creative and everyone getting outside I mean, I guess the true blessing is that this COVID stuff happened in the springtime and not in the dead of winter. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think so for some, for some folks, you know, the movement, um, piece of things is, you know, a big challenge. And, um, as we, um, I was just talking to a naturopath about, um, aging, Mm. um, and what we kind of, um what we go through in life, and which is leading to metabolism. And I recently was uh, reading something that uh, the two of you had shared about, um, as we get a little older, and our metabolism's changing. um, Can you share maybe a little bit more about that? So I understand what you're, you know, really the crux of what you were getting at?
2: Yeah, you know, and I'm glad that you said metabolism is changing (laughs) and didn't hyper focus on metabolism is slowing because I that's a really common misconception as well. Yes, our metabolism as we age does slow, but it's not. If you look at the scientific studies, it's honestly not that much as we age. The real true problem is that our activity level lessens more and more each year. When you compare, you know, your 40 year old self to your 17 year old self, activity levels are going to be very, very different. And that's what that's truly why people start to slowly gain weight, just because we are more sedentary as we age. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you know, muscle mass. If you're focusing on um, strength training in the gym, that helps so much as we age, because the more muscle we have, the more calories we're burning, even when we're sleeping. And so again, as we age, we tend to just put those things kind of on the back burner, we're not focusing on on strength training, a lot of women especially are nervous to strength train. They're afraid they're going to get bulky or they're just intimidated by it. They don't even really know where to start. And so many women would benefit from incorporating strength training into their workouts because it's going to almost kind of naturally increase your metabolism as you're putting on muscle mass. And then you know, as we age, our bones become more frail as well. And so focusing on Strength training and building that muscle just gives us a stronger support system
1: there yeah. as well. One of the yeah, our, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, and just as I was going to say, as women, like our our hormones obviously naturally change over time, and a lot mm-hmm. of times it's it's. I mean, focusing more on women right now, like they, you know, they think as they age, oh my metabolism's just like in the tank and that's why I'm gaining weight. And really it's just, you know, our our bodies naturally go through that hormonal shift over the years and um you know, that doesn't mean that we're doomed to gaining a bunch of weight. It just a lot of times means we need to shift our our focus and really take care of our bodies even more so you know when we're younger, our bodies are even a little more resilient our hormones are more resilient. And, you know, maybe we can be living a little higher stress life and go, go, go. And then, and our bodies, you know, don't respond or react as much. But as we age, you know, if life stress is really high. And, um or if we're like sitting all day long, things like that, it's going to affect us more, um because our hormones are changing. So that's something that we do as well as really assessing life, life stress factors and, again, activity level and what your day-to-day life looks like so that we can say, okay, you know, maybe it's not always the nutrition. There's a lot of other factors like how are you sleeping or do you have a ton of stress in your life that we need to work on with you? And that can make a huge difference as mm-hmm. well.
0: Well, one of the, I wanted to t- share something with you that to me was just like shocking. So when I was 29, I was in the doctor, doctor's office and I had like my, woman, my woman's, you know, check-in and she goes, oh, well, well, you know, now that you're 29, you're going to start losing muscle mass. And we need, mm-hmm. oh, and she and she was like, we need to start work. You know, we need to get you into. You need to start figuring out some kind of activity level to help maintain your muscle mass. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> 29. So young, yeah.
2: But it is, you know, that is true as we age. I don't know at 29, like how much of a worry, how crazy or rapid that is. But it is true as we age, our muscle mass does decrease and. You know, the other thing with that is the dieting culture has made women believe that they need to eat less and less in order to lose weight. And so, mm-hmm. all these women are eating 1,000 to 1,200 calories. And then their age, you know, we're getting older and they're losing muscle mass. And then they're not eating enough to support the muscle mass that they do have. So, they're, it's it's happening at a faster rate. And it's just, you know, kind of the perfect storm, you know, that's Mm -hmm. when your metabolism does slow down because your body's trying to conserve energy. It thinks that you're basically in a famine. And so I think that's another huge, huge thing that we work on with our clients is trying to educate them that food is not the enemy and that calories are actually really good and that they need to be eating protein, (laughs) you know, Protein is the most important macronutrient over the three groups. They all have their important role, but protein is like, I always say it's the MVP of all of those groups because you have to be eating enough to support your muscle mass. And especially as we age, you know, when that's deteriorating or going away, you have to make sure you're eating enough of that. So, and just enough calories overall, but yeah, it's, I can't believe, I can't believe your doctor said that at 29, but it's true. And I think all women could benefit from some strength training.
0: Yeah. You know, that, that is just so funny, wasn't it? I was just really shocked. I was like, I'm getting old already. Yeah. I'm not even 30, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you brought up a really important topic that I think, uh, so, you know, take, take, you know, CrossFit out of the equation, just Mm -hmm. in general, there's, you know, when people are trying to, you know, have a good body composition, Mm -hmm. and let's face it, you know, we, we, you know, we all want to look good, and we want to feel good, and if we start to get kind of fluffy, you know, then we don't, but um, uh, oftentimes when I'm chatting with people, they don't understand uh, the importance of, of protein in a Mm -hmm. diet, and like, how much protein that we need because, you know, they'll eat just teeny amounts. And I think it's an important, I think it's an important building block that we have to like highlight if, for healthy eating. Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Well, and proteins, you know, that's something that if you are working out, but even just naturally in your day to day, we're breaking down our muscle tissues, and we really, we need to eat something in order to rebuild that. And Protein is what does that for us. And unlike carbs and fats, our bodies can't store protein in our bodies for later use. So basically, you know, after a day's worth of eating, you know, you have to the next day, eat more protein again, in order to get the proper amount where carbs, a lot of times, our bodies will store those for later use, you can kind of, you know, you've heard of carb bloating the night before where our bodies will use it for our activity the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on so, a
0: marathon. And and you right. and you know about that for sure because I think uh Katie, you do a lot of running.
1: I I have done a lot of running and Mallory and I just did a half together, I think, in November. December. Um <laughs> December. Yeah. So back when we could be in crowds still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people just don't understand the science behind it. And there is still like quite a bit of debate on, you know, what the exact right amount of protein is for a person. But um, I mean, it's that's when people come to us for coaching. That's usually the number one thing that we notice is everyone's under eating protein. It's pretty rare that we'll get someone that's like spot on their protein or even eating more than they need. Um, it's pretty much everybody's under that target. So even that alone, if someone wanted to make a change, like adding a little more protein in their day would probably make a big difference
2: for them. Mm -hmm. And protein takes your, your body, you know, a long time to break down. So if you're someone who is trying to diet and you are eating in a calorie deficit, you know, you are going to have higher hunger cues throughout your day. So focusing on protein at your, each of your meals and even in your snacks is going to help you stay successful in that calorie deficit, because it's going to, it's going to hold you over longer than like a carbohydrate would. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and you are, and you know, it goes back to that old saying, you know, you are what you eat. So, (laughs) so if I eat a bunch of chips, right. And fat, I'm going to be fat. But if I want to, if I want to have more of a leaner body composition, then I probably need to eat more lean proteins, right? <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely just finding that balance at the end of the day. I mean, if you want if someone wants to lose body weight, they or fat, body fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit. But the thing is everyone's body has different requirements for those macronutrients, and that's what really comes into play is you know, making sure that you're getting enough of each of those things, that you're getting enough fat to uh, sustain brain function and cell turnover and protein to support your muscle mass and your workouts and then carbs just, you know, for energy and because they make your life that much better.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the and the thing about what we're talking about today, um, you know, should be underscored by the fact that uh, when... Uh, I look at what you do with your for your clients, both men and women alike. Mm-hmm. Um, you have some really great before and after shots pictures. I mean to to, to demonstrate that you know you're you're really this is this is act, there's efficacy, right? You mm-hmm. you can demonstrate that this this actually is, is a positive outcome for people. Um, you know, I just I just I just saw you posted something the other day you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, that's fantastic. Can you talk a, a little bit, can you share with us, you know, about the success stories or your, you know, cause I think part of it's just feeling successful and then outcomes for people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Yeah. We have, yeah. If you look on our website and stuff, you can see those before and afters and, and, you know, that just tells like such a small piece of the story as well um and you know we have so many more more clients you know with success stories like that maybe not everybody like wants to plaster it all over social media but um it you know I think for us as coaches like those before and afters just they are they obviously like that's why we do what we do is to help people reach their goals and it's bigger than just like that body fat loss. It's those people have created a huge mindset shift and a huge shift in their habits day to day. And, you know, the the person I think most of those people would agree, like the person in the before and the person in the after, like obviously it's the same person, but in so many ways they're so different. Mm-hmm because they have made so many positive shifts in their life to get to that point. And it's that, you know, check in with us every single week and maybe even communicating on days in between there, um, between us and them, navigating every day and seeing like, okay, you know, what what changes do we need to make to get you to where you want to be? And what are your challenges and what's going well? And it's that constant, just like consistency and dedication, and of course, not every day is going to be perfect, but then it's kind of navigating that and constantly refocusing and just um, putting in the time and putting in the work and so it's, as coaches, that's you know why we do what we do because we see that change not only physically in their body but mentally and emotionally as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um when it, so thinking about that change and dedication, um I recently had a conversation with my husband and we were talking about something that I needed to have a mindset change and that was something that you mentioned it was, you know, you you're they're having this mindset shift to make change. It's like you don't just say hey you know i think i'm just going to uh change the way i think uh, <laughs> right now and so t- so so in the next 3 minutes i'll be completely different uh-huh. <laughs> yeah
2: exactly well, it it's something that takes practice because we have you know every time you think a negative thought you're you're basically wiring your brain to think that way you know you're practicing um practicing those thoughts, those negative things over and over every time you say it. And so you have to do that in reverse, you know, every time you have a negative thought, you have to stop it in its tracks and replace it with something positive. And a lot of the clients that, you know, you're going to have days where you're just not feeling like top dog. It's just going to happen. You know, we can coach we can coach it as much as we want but there's going to be days where you're just not feeling that great and that's okay too but um with our clients we definitely practice positive affirmations you know and and saying those things to yourself on a daily basis i have a client right now who's really struggling not only with i think it's more so just everything that's going on in the world you know, it's overwhelming and that tends to then kind of flood over into our own personal lives. And so we came up with some positive affirmations and every morning she's, you know, texting me what her positive affirmation is that day. And she's practicing it all day long, repeating it to herself. And it just takes time, you know, but the more you say that and you, and you stop those negative thoughts and you replace it with a positive one, the more second nature it's going to become and you can wire your brain then to automatically go to the positive rather than the negative. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does. It takes time. Yeah. And and I love that you're helping people with, you know, positive affirmations. You know, that's a big piece of uh, many different health and wellness approaches, whether it's yoga, meditation or whatever is you have to have that. You have to affirm you have to, like, I'm going to be successful.
2: Well, mm-hmm. and two, you know, getting really clear on your goals is really important as well and why you want those goals. So if someone comes to us and they're like, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay, great. But why? What? Why is that important to you? How is that going to make you feel when you do that? You know, and really getting clear on that helps as well because – it just shifts the perspective. Instead of saying, "You know, I need to lose twenty pounds because I just need to be smaller," you're, you you shift the perspective. I want to lose twenty pounds because I want to have energy to play with my kids. I want to put on my favorite pair of jeans and and feel really confident in them. And shifting that perspective helps a ton as well.
0: Oh yeah, so 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 good in energy. You know, I know, I, I know we could just go on forever, but that whole energy level, <laughs> that whole energy level component of having a good, a, a good uh, nutrition plan along with some, you know, daily, you know, um, activity, uh-huh. you know, moving some, some exercise. Um, can, do you, do you actually, can you talk just a little bit about that and share about the energy levels? Cause I know I, I, I fluctuate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people don't, they go day to day and don't even realize how low their energy levels are. Uh, you know, our, this day and age people are, it's busy, 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 more and more like stress and it's, you're almost rewarded. And if you're, you know, go, go, go all the time. And, um, we, and then, when people come to us, a lot of times they're under eating, or you know, not eating in the right balance. And the second we like make little shifts in their diet, their energy goes up. And they're like, holy cow, like, I didn't even realize how much energy I didn't have. (laughs) And um, especially if you're someone who works out a lot of times, you know, if you're, if you live a busy life, and you're working out and pushing your body really hard, um, it's your body is probably under recovered. And, you know, it's very hard to have high energy when you have all these stressors on your body. Mm -hmm. So, to fuel your body in the right way to support not only your, you know, workouts, but then also just your day to day lifestyle can, you know, spike energy through the roof. It can be such a night and day difference. And again, a lot of people don't even realize that they're operating at this really low energy level until they make those changes. And then it's, you know, a whole new world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very nice.
0: Well, um, ladies, uh, can you um, share um, with folks who are listening to this episode, uh, a little bit about where they can find, um, more information about you and any kind of, um, you know, things that you want to tell people about, um, whether it's Instagram or, um, your website
1: Yeah. You can.
2: (laughs) I was like, who's going to go?
1: (laughs) Right. So yeah, we have a Instagram. We have a Facebook. We have a website. Our website is flexfuellife.com. And on there, you know, we have a ton of different blogs. We have recipes, you know, anything from mindset to recipes to, you know, you can see the success stories on there. And we also have an option on there where If you are interested in nutrition coaching, you can book a free call with us Mm -hmm. and we can just, you know, talk about where you're at, what your goals are. Um, And then we have our Flex Fuel Nutrition Instagram,
2: which is also linked on on the website.
1: Yeah. And our Facebook, I think, is linked on there, too. So Mm -hmm. Flex Fuel Nutrition. And um, yeah, we are always putting out new content constantly. And we love to chat and communicate with people
2: on all of those avenues. So, um, Yeah, Yeah, and we also created that private group that our current nutrition clients are in. But um, like I said, we opened it to the public as well. If someone wants, you know, if you just need some workout ideas, we post three workouts a week. We do have that activity calendar in there. We post a recipe in the group every week. Um, and we do a, we go live in the group to answer just nutrition questions anyone might have. So you don't have to be a one on one nutrition client to be in the group. Um, so that's something that's available too. And people can reach us through the website if they're interested in wanting to sign up for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I really want to say thank you because um, let me tell you, you two women <laughs> always are putting out good energy to people, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're not just like, Hey, we need clients. I mean, I really (laughs) see, I really see that you're putting out information that's helpful to everyone and, you know, being very encouraging and really supportive of people just feeling good about themselves and being healthy. And, you know, if there's a kind of a a thumbprint you can put on the world. I think that's a really good thing that you two are doing for everyone who comes across your path.
2: Oh, well, thank you. That means a lot to us. And you know, we do it because we truly do love it and we are so passionate about it. It is not just, you know, it's, it's not just a job. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That comes, that comes through and um, all that you say and do for sure. And I'm just really appreciative. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with us, um, and share with people today before we we call it a wrap? Uh, um, not. I mean,
1: really, I think we're just two normal people, you know, that really are passionate about this space and want to help. So we never want anyone to hesitate to reach out mm-hmm. to us. Um, we're always happy to connect and talk anytime.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I am very appreciative of you joining, um, this edition of art body and soul. And I hope that, um, I hope that folks will check you out on your website at flexfuellife.com, and then see all of the positive things that you share with people on Instagram and Facebook and join that group. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, Seriously, the fact that you've organized things the way you have, you've got a calendar, you've got, you know, you've got workouts going Mm -hmm. and then, you know, you really, that's really setting people up for success and it should not be um, uh, underestimated the, uh, how organization and planning for uh, nutrition and fitness success, how much that helps. So thank you very much for sharing that. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much, Camille. This has been awesome. All right. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, well, take care, and thanks thanks for what you do, and keep on doing it, okay? Okay. All right. Okay, bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Art, Body, and Soul. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe to this podcast or share it with a friend. Thank you so much.